This is a Mugstain Productions podcast. Hello, homies and trainers, and welcome to Unknown Radio, your new Mugstain production Pokemon talk show where we take a peek at every Pokemon. I'm Claudia, and I'm here with my co host and longtime partner in crime, Catherine. Hello. Um, I, I am Catherine, and uh, I like Pokemon, but not as much as Claudia likes Pokemon. So uh, she's got the facts. <laughs> You got the, you got the Riz. I've got the, I've got the pizzazz. Claudia's got the facts, and I've got the pizzazz. Brilliant. And together, we're a dynamic duo. Like Jesse Bulbasaur and James. Ah, oh, Jesse and James. Yeah, that's better. I was going to go with Bulbasaur and Squirtle, but I don't really know how well they go together. I, I'm pretty sure they canonically hate themselves, hate each other a little bit. Wow, I was about to say hate themselves. That's well, our imitating real life. Yeah. To be fair, we don't know their psych. Maybe we could get into, you know, Pokemon psychology at some point. That would be a very interesting little segment. How many Pokemon are chronically depressed? Maybe that could be one of the questions we answer at the end. (laughs) How sad. (laughs) On a scale of one to ready to yeet off themselves off a bridge, are they? That's so sad. I mean, some of these... Mr. Mime, he's... He's halfway there already. He's he's got to be in it. And Ditto, like Ditto's got no person out. Like you know, who is Ditto? You know what though, D- Ditto gets put in the daycare, and he just gets to fuck. That is the only use of Ditto's in any of the games. People use them to fuck everything. So I think their life's pretty decent. I didn't even know Ditto's could fuck. I just assumed they were like big balls of jelly that just absorbed things. Yeah, they can turn into absolutely anything. So you just throw them in a daycare center with a with a blastoise and he just turns into another blastoise he's like right let's go let's make an egg bitch and let's just hope there's no like cross breeding going on i don't understand to be fair i do not understand pokemon breeding that was a whole thing and i was like you know what i'm not even going to touch on that because that is confusing and i don't care that's what ditto is for all right number one in the pokedex bulbasaur do you know what his little tagline is um i'm the worst starter but I'm cute as fuck. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong, though. I also think he's the worst starter. I would never pick a Bulbasaur if I had any of the other options. But you have to fight the rock gym first. So what? Get a Butterfree. Like, you literally got to go through Butterfree Central. It's like the first Pokemon you catch. Exactly. Or like any other Pokemon is fine for the rock gym. Literally any Pokemon is fine for the Rock Gym. Let's be real. <laughs> Anyone apart gym. from fucking Charmander. I always go Charmander, say. So I've not lost a Brock yet. I also go with Charmander. Do you know there was a whole thing when these games first came out that there was like a hard, a medium, and an easy mode, and Bulbasaur was easy mode? That checks out. Our poor boy. I don't even need to fact chat you. Alright, well, he is known as the Seed Pokemon, and. I learned something new right off the bat that he is a grass poison type. I thought he was just grass. So that was new. He's a dual starter type, so that's actually pretty sick. I mean, I'd say that he could probably learn a poison type move, but 
say it like calling in poison's a bit of a stretch. I'd love to see him do a poison sting. I don't think I've ever seen a Bulbasaur do a poison sting. Like a poison chomp. A poison chomp. <laughs> Pickle. Sting anymore. He's just a chomp. Alright. What does this Pokemon look like? Would you like to describe him from the best in your memory? He's like a green toothless. He's like a cat that's growing a plant out of its back. You know? So- Actually, pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of Bulbasaur now, though, to be in my defense. Oh, he does it like a toothless cat with a bulb on his back. A little yeah. toothers. Uh, it says here that he resembles a small amphibian or a frog. I don't... He's a little bit froggish. The mouth is pretty froggish. He's green. I mean, he's got like a Voldemort frog nose, I suppose. And it says uh, he was actually based on a frog originally when they created him. Um, And they noted that this is because, in particular, he has short legs, a stout appearance, and ear-like protrusions on its head to resemble a horned frog. So they're not ears, they're ear-like protrusions. See, I didn't know you could get horned frogs. So that's a fact for me. Just pull up a picture of one. They're pretty gross. Yeah, I'd say less. (laughs) Tell me if it looks like Bulbasaur. <laughs> Has it got to be like a Japanese horned frog? Or will any horned frog do? Uh, probably Japanese, I'm assuming. I've gone for an Argentinian one. Uh, do you know what, actually? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, <laughs> if you squint. If I squint a little bit, it looks like a Bulbasaur. Well, if you just pretend it's... If you look at a solely green one, it looks like a very sad Bulbasaur. Just with its eyes too high up. Now we go back into depressed Pokemon, a sad-looking Bulbasaur. <laughs> I can't help it. You know, I, I want to know what's inside their heads. Like, all they do is fight all day. Like, that's got to be quite hard for the soul. A horrible way to live. Either fighting for your life in the wild or fighting for your life for human enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. It's like a dog fight, isn't it, really? If we're going to get oh, that deep into it, you know. That's, that's a bit deep for me. <laughs> <laughs> And then, interestingly enough, um, even though it's saying that it's a frog, its name is a combination of bulb and dinosaur. So I don't know why they went that route, but the name is cute. So that's fine. Maybe it's just like a really rubbish English translation. And like, in Japanese, it's actually called like, Frog of the Jungle. And we were like, eh. Bulbasaur will do. Frog of the Jungle would be like a very sick legendary Pokemon name. Yeah, it would. Um, so most notable about the Bulbasaur is that big bulb or seed on its back that according to the Pokedex, I'm going to read you the entry for that. And this is from the original Red and Blue games, which was the first appearance of this little dude. Um, and it says a strange seed was planted on its back at birth. The pre- the plant sprouts and grows with this Pokemon. So they're put in plants. So, right. <laughs> Does the Unpack seed this. just randomly appear? Or is there like some old lady living in like a Bulbasaur breeding room that just places the seed on the baby? Like just imagine like little fetus Bulbasaur. Whoop, there's a seed. Right. And is or there like a cavern? Appear? 
Is there like a cavern there to put it? Because it definitely says was planted and it's back at birth. So, so they, they cut the it open with holes. <laughs> so basically saying, hello, little guy, I'm going to plant this into your body and you're going to have a symbiotic relationship with this thing for the rest of your life as it sucks half of the nutrients out of your body. So is Bulbasaur like constantly pregnant? I would assume because it has seeds in that. It knows like bleach seed and that seed bullet move. And it does say that shoots seeds out of its bulb. It's like half plant, half animal. Yeah. I mean, it, on paper, don't get me wrong, Bulbasaur sounds like he sounds great. But in reality, it's bullshit in it. Yeah. And this no doubt adds to the fact that it, unless it evolves, it only lives one to three years because the bulb continuously grows and it will overtake its body. So that's kind of sad. That's super fucking sad. Like, it's just getting swallowed up by its bulb. Mm-hmm. And also, like, in the wild... I still don't understand, like, in the wild. Like, if they're leveling up in the wild... Does that mean they've got a battle for fun? Like, how are they gaining this XP? Maybe they just die in the wild. I do have a little thing about them um, being in the wild. And uh, it does say that they tend to be very rare, as they're shy creatures that prefer the company of their own kind. And they're very docile, tame, and loyal to people that they trust. Um, And for that reason, that's why they're bred by breeders to be used as starter Pokemon for new trainers. So they don't level up in the wild because they don't fight. Oh, damn. So they just die. I'll see that. No, now now I'm feeling a bit sad for the Bulbasaur, you know? It's got three good years in it. Not even that, if you think about it. It says between one and three years. That's like when you get given a hamster. But hamsters don't live three years. They say they do. No, they don't. Oh, my God. The Bulbasaur's like a hamster. <laughs> the Bulbasaur's the hamster of the Pokemon world. I hate it. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some revelation here. I love hamsters. I don't love Bulbasaur. And considering, because it's a starter Pokemon, their, like, male and female ratios are, like, way off to, like, discourage breeding, I guess. Um, 87.5% of them are males. So in terms of reproduction in the wild, how the hell do they replenish their population when they don't live that long, unless they have fucking litters. Maybe. I would... This is the other thing. Do they lay eggs? Yeah, all Pokemon lay eggs. Right. Which so is, all Pokemon that's a lay whole eggs. other thing. So, you don't normally lay multiple eggs, though, do you? Because you have, like, a whole clutch. But the Pokemon eggs are huge. Yeah, like, they're, like, bigger than Bulbasaur. So surely yeah. there's got to be, like, some Ivasaur somewhere, just popping them out. Just the Bulbasaur's breed with the Ivasaur? But how do you get the Ivasaur if the Bulbasaur dies? Yeah, but my... Th- surely, like, the biggest evolution gives birth to, like, like lays an egg. It's not going to be, like, instantly, boom, got yourself an Ivasaur, are you? you got to start from the bottom. So, like, there's a whole bunch of Bulbasaur, and then let's say half of them, um, it says they get energy from napping in the sunlight and absorbing the nutrients and it, it does say it is assumed that when a Bulbasaur collects enough energy and sunlight in its bulb it will evolve so let's say like maybe half of those Bulbasaur evolve into Ivasaur 
Mm. And then like half of those can evolve into Venusaur and like live for the 30 some odd years. And then that Venusaur matriarch just has a whole clutch of little eggs. Mm. Can we assume that's how? Uh, I mean, that's how I assumed it works because like babies don't have babies. Right. I, you know, that's what I assumed. And also, Bulbasaur's are too small to lay an egg that size. Yeah, they're teeny tiny boys, so we assume that some of them manage to evolve and some of them just die, and I guess they become food. I mean, (laughs) it is fucked up, but how are the others going to survive? Like, I'm not being funny, but you get these loads of wild ratatas. They've got to eat or something, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And I guess if they can't absorb enough sunlight, they don't deserve to move on. Maybe they hope a trainer catches them. Battle of the fittest. The only the best Bulbasaur can win. <laughs> they won't do very good in England, though. Imagine. You got you need sunlight to live, boy. Well, I'm fucked. <laughs> Go lay outside in the sun and it's just cloudy. The Literally. It starts withering. Was it? It's July. It's August. It's just it's been raining all day. And they just start to wither. I wonder, that's interesting. I wonder if a Bulbasaur, obviously this Kanto is based on like Japan, um, where it can be quite sunny. If they would have different regional varieties of Bulbasaur, depending on where you go. So maybe in like England, where it's so wet, it's more like moss. Oh, that would be sick. See, I would go for a little mossy Bulbasaur. Like that would be cute. And like if it's beachy, it'll be like palm leaves and doesn't need needs a lot of sunlight, less water. Like a cactus. Oh, I'd love a cactus bulbasaur. That's oh, adorable. Same. That's so cute. <laughs> it's a spiky man. Oh man. Oh little aloe plant and then it can heal you. Oh. I suppose though, because you get like Alolan varieties, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I mean if they were real, you'd have to have like a they're going to have to adapt, aren't they? Right, because not every place in the world has the same, you know, ecosystem and animals. Yeah. So you would assume, like, New York rats are massive, but, like, other rats aren't so big. So they would change depending on where you take it. Would yeah. that be an invasive species? Well, ratata. I mean, that's a whole different episode. In my thing, things on ratata. Well, if if someone just dropped like a whole case full of Bulbasaur, yeah, in a random country, like what would happen? I guess they would have to adapt, wouldn't they? Like somehow, there'd be no way that a normal Bulbasaur could survive with the amount of sunlight it apparently needs in a place like England or like Norway or whatever. It's going to have to adapt. That's so sad. And then surely, yeah. And then you throw it into what, like Nigeria? Is that going to be too much sun? Start withering. Yeah. Because it might be like a shriveled up prune. (laughs) It's like a (laughs) prunosaur. What happened to my Bulbasaur? I'm sorry, son. He's a prune now. No. He's seen some shit. (laughs) We'd have to get like giant terrariums for them. Still like oh, waddle cute. around in. They're they're only like two foot and like fifteen pounds. So you could do that. Get like a little fish tank. It's gonna have to be a big fish tank, though. 
a big fish tank, just a little bit of water and one of them heat lamps. So, like, basically, what's it called when you have a snake? Vivarium? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, can you imagine? You know, like, the butterfly farms we've got? Yeah. Can you imagine a butterfly farm but full of Bulbasaurs? I would cry. I would love that so much. See, like, they're cute. They're worthless in terms of fighting. But to look at, you know. Ador- absolutely adorable. Yeah. I would definitely go to a Bulbasaur farm. And that can take us to our little question section. Um, so I have a list of little questions that I thought would be interesting to ask and discuss after we talk about every single Pokemon. Um, and the first one is if, that's for example, if you were to walk into a forest and you just saw a Bulbasaur, what would you do? I'll take it. Just Bulbasaur snatch the thing? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, even if I've got no Pokeballs, I'd pick him up, he'd be under my arm, I'd be sending you a selfie, right? And then he's coming home with me. And they're pretty docile, they'll probably just let you do it. Exactly. I'd probably like, do the same thing. Doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's cute, and uh, it's not gonna hurt me, probably. Yeah, like, I'm taking you home with me. I'd be the best mum ever. I think my son would cry. Brought you a Bulbasaur. <laughs> Here's our new pet. Make sure the water is hydrated. <laughs> He'd survive in my flat. I'd make sure of it. Just needs his daily walks for his sunbathing. Yeah, exactly. We've got a communal garden. I'll build Absolutely a greenhouse. Stunning. stunning. All right, that was an easy one. All right, question number two: If this Pokemon existed, what would its function be, or what could it be used job-wise? Other than battling. As we've already discussed, he has no use. Uh, Unless we could change the seeds that he, like, spits out for, like, no, like seeds we need. And then he'd be a great farm assistant. He would be a good farm assistant because they have, like, sun spores and I'm sure vine whip could come in useful to, like, pick stuff up. He'd just be a nice farm friend for an old lady somewhere. Oh yeah, he'd be a great he'd be great company. I feel like we could give him to like an old people's home just for the day. Like um, oh. we have a therapy dog at my school. Imagine a therapy Bulbasaur, like an emotional support Bulbasaur yeah. for old people. Yeah, that's a brilliant job. A brilliant little job for the guy. <laughs> Thank you, Bulbasaur. <laughs> You've made my day. You have a use, finally. Good job. (laughs) If only you existed in the real world. All right, next question. What do you think it eats? Grass. (laughs) It just goes and mows the grass. (laughs) Maybe some, like, um, berries and that. But, you know. Like berries, and then obviously it does photosynthesize somehow. So maybe between, like... What about little bugs? Do you think it can eat bugs? Maybe. Do you think it's got like a a, uh, frog tongue? I was literally just in my brain. I was just imagining where like frogs sit there and then they just like shoot out a little tongue and eat like a cockroach. And that would make him an even better pet if he could do that. Like circling back to the last question. 
like pet, pest control, pest yard control. work, lawn mower. Like you bring him into my house, you can eat this moth that's been flying around for the last three days. And he'd he'd get it too. He's he'd use them vines and snatch yeah. snatch the thing up. So yeah, no, I think I think you got a point there. I think he might eat little bugs, like a frog. That's, that's adorable. I just want to see him chase a butterfly. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> then it turns out to be a butterfree, and then he like absolutely gets destroyed. But you know, oh no, just a ginormous butterfree, and he tries to eat it and dies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why they only live one to three years because they're not yeah. smart. I can't imagine he would be smart. You know. <laughs> All right. Next question: Could we eat a Bulbasaur? <sighs> I reckon we could, but. I don't know how well it would taste. Now, if we're sticking with the whole based off a of frog, apparently frog legs taste like chicken. Huh. Would you want to eat a Bulbasaur? No. I think out of all the Pokemon, I wouldn't want to eat him. I'm not sure I could bring myself to eat many of them. But I think you're right. I reckon. I don't know. You might change your mind about that when you see some of them. Yeah, that's true. Beef. Oh, nice fish. I was going to say, is it like two different kinds of food in him? Because he obviously had the meat of his body, but then he has this bulb that looks very much like an onion. Could you eat that, or would you have to kill him to eat that? Well, I guess you would, because it's part of him, right? Yeah, that's the point, though. If he loses his bulb, does he die? I don't know. I would assume, because they're in like this symbiotic relationship, so like one can't survive without the other. Which is weird, because why has it got to be planted on it? I guess that's how he gets his food. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's very interesting. But, no, wouldn't eat a Bulbasaur. Mm-mm. I don't think I would either. I think we could. Mm. If we had to, but I'd rather not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. He's just a happy little guy. Yeah, like, why are you going to eat him? So, final question. We walk into a bar and there's Bulbasaur. Who would win in a fight? Me. Hands down. I could take... I reckon I could take... What did you say was two foot and what, 18 pounds? Yeah, 15.2. Right, so that's the size of, like, a toddler. I reckon I could take four of them. Just kick. Kick yeah. four Barbasaur in the head. Straight up. Like, you could just lift them up and just beat them down. <laughs> just... <laughs> like a, uh, like a, uh, a rugby ball, just pick him up and just slam dunk him into the pavement. Yeah, exactly like that. Like, hands down, could easily take a Bulbasaur. I agree. No qualms. Yeah, you could definitely take on a Bulbasaur, especially if you've got enough drinks in you. I reckon you could take one. Uh, uh, Yeah, probably. I'd just sit on him. Yeah. I know you haven't got the same amount of anger burning in your soul as I do. I reckon you've still got something in there. I could make it work. You'd make it work, yeah. Yeah. I wrestle many a dog. For exactly. my day job, so could wrestle Bulbasaur, and you would win. Oh, probably. Yeah, exactly. See, you could do it. Could get a whole little horde of Bulbasaur. 
kick them all. I wouldn't want to, but I could if I had to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure of me. Like, nah, I'm taking them. They're gone. <laughs> Send four my way. I got this. <laughs> Bar fight situation. I'm in. Don't you worry, sunshine. Oh, so God. that's everything. That's everything we know about Bulbasaur. Uh, do you like it more or less than when we started? I think more, actually. I think so too. I think I think I've learned a lot, and also I have discovered that although in the Pokemon battling, useless. If he was real, he'd have a lot of uses, and he's also kind of cute. He's 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 a practical little guy, and he's adorable. He's a little companion. And I, I mean, if I'm given one in a game, like, hey, this is a next gen game and you can get all three of the Kanto starters. Great. I love having him on my team, but I would never pick him. No. And I feel bad about that now. But also, you know, that he's just not the best starter. I mean, even Venusaur. Good, sure. But is it the best? No. Compared to the other two, it's non- compare it who would who would pick that over a charizard yeah exactly no one in their right mind surely yeah i mean technically it has better stats but i don't care about that i pick my parties as to what i think is the cutest and looks coolest and one hit ko yeah i'm a one hit ko kind of gal myself to be fair right. never kept a tail whip never kept oh no doesn't do damage i don't want it yeah get out what, what are you even here for the only one i think i use but then it still does cause damage is the leech seed you know so that has benefits because then yeah, it can heal exactly. you yeah but no if i um pff, as soon as it says you can learn dragon moves i'm like you're coming home with me like pff. right and solar beam's cool but then you have to wait a whole round yeah. And that's not a one-hit KO. It does good damage, but it takes two rounds. You could have attacked twice. Yeah. Rather than just once. It's not got the bam. It's not got the power that I require when I'm battling. The pizzazz, the vavavoom. Oh, you know me. I love thrower. the pizzazz. Oh, oh, or the, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a flame tornado. Oh, say... um, fire blast? Something like that. You know the one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. God, I love fire Pokemon. Sorry, Bulbasaur, but you're just gonna not, burn you're you good, up. but you're not good enough. <laughs> and you're cute, but you're not the cutest. <laughs> All right, we'll leave Bulbasaur right here where he belongs. Um, I think quite aptly the number, the first Pokemon, the number one Pokemon. I definitely like him a lot better now. Um, and I'm glad he was first because then you'll start with, oh, that's cute. And then you get to Squirtle and you're like, that's cuter. I feel like if you will go to like Charizard to Bulbasaur, that's just disappointing. It is. It is. It is disappointing. So well-placed Bulbasaur. Uh, and, and next time we're going to be evolving him and we're going to be covering Ivasaur. So that's fun. Hopefully Ivasaur is slightly better. In uh, the original Bulbasaur, I think he's going to have more pizzazz. Just a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more riz. Uh, we'll more see. Great. Still not as good as Charmeleon, but that's fine. <laughs> we need. We, 
And we are very biased. And that sums up us. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Trainers and homies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not American enough to say things like that. I'm too British. Cheerio. Cheerio, Governor. See you next week. Bye.